welcome or welcome back to the Variety Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Rashad, and today we're going to continue with the Boruto Train, Boruto Anime, Episode 289. So, without further ado, let's start the show. Episode starts off with a flashback of a young Kawaki and a young Code. Code states that Kawaki was qualified to be a vessel for the Oso Suski. Code is jealous of this revelation, saying if he wasn't the chosen vessel, he would end him right here, no problem. Back to the present, Kawaki wakes up in the science lab with Sumare and Amato. He tells Amato he had a bad dream about Code being resentful even though he's not a vessel anymore. Amato states that he's wrong in his assessment. He tells Kawaki that he's still Ishiki's vessel. Kawaki then lashes out at Amato, pinning him up against the wall. Amato sure know how to press people's buttons. <clears throat> Amato pulls the, oh, the Lord Seventh card. Oh, what about Naruto? What about Lord Seventh? You want to protect him? and tells Kawaki you need more power to deal with Code, which is true, because if you go against Code half-stepping, he will make you pay for it. <clears throat> Kawaki asks Am- Amato if Naruto can win against... <clears throat> oh, can he win against Code? Amato states without the Nine-Tails Chakra, he would most likely die, and that's true. And that's true. <clears throat> he quickly asks Kawaki, you want more power, don't you? saying that Kawaki can now get a karma in the form of of purely a weapon. You can have all you have all the qualifications. So you see right there he is yo, he knows Kawaki is in a, a vulnerable state and a model that the snake that he is, he's just like, okay, you want more power, don't you? You can't protect Lord Seventh without the power. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows Kawaki is so enamored and so in love with Naruto as his foster father, taking him out of poverty, pretty much. And he's just using that as, you know, a way a ways to, you know, get, get into his head and it's working flawlessly. So, yeah, he tells him he has all the all the qualifications. Kawaki, Kawaki is like, so you want me to get a karma again? Amato says, rebuttal, you know you want it subconsciously. Look at him just playing with the man emotions. And Kawaki, Amato knows how much Kawaki hates and loathes 
the karma seal. He knows this, but he's also like, okay, right now you don't have the power to protect Naruto, Lord Seven. So yeah, you're you you might not say it, but in your heart of hearts, you know you're vulnerable. Because if cold pops up right now, Naruto don't have the nine tails. Sasuke, he could do what he do, but Sasuke might even end, end up getting injured himself. Like anybody in the village right now, if Cold was to, you know, rampage, nobody can stop this guy. And Kawaki knows this. He knows how what Cold is. He knows what Cold is about. You know? So Amado is just, you know, just like, yeah, you say, you know, you love the karma, but, you know, you, you know you want it subconsciously so yeah Kawaki is fed up with the conversation he's leaving out the door Amato states that <clears throat> that him and Kawaki are, are outsiders which are true they can't really complain about getting tossed out once they are no longer useful you don't even have the power to protect the whole Kage do you think you deserve to stay in the village man Amato man you a hey. He is a straight snake, dude. Look how he just pushing the buttons. And with Kawaki, how he just, you know, just talking to him like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you gonna, you gonna get this new karma or else. Like, he, you know, get, pretty much giving him an ultimatum low key. But um, then he knows Kawaki is vulnerable. And he knows the magic word or the magic phrase is Lord Seven. And Kawaki just snaps. He just snaps back into reality. As much as he tries to pull away, all Amato gotta say is Lord Seven. Then Kawaki stands out of attention. Huh? Huh? What? Then yeah. So Amato, man, he just playing straight mind games. Cut to Cold <coughs> back cut to Cold and Ada. She was seeing the talk between him and Amato, seeing how Kawaki wants to protect the whole Kage, but he's <coughs> he's also powerless to do anything it's too painful for her to watch her future husband be down so bad and that's yo you know she's thinking oh yeah this is gonna be my future husband i can see everything you know in the current with current events but i just can't oh man i can't watch my future husband be he knows he's powerless he knows he needs the karma but on the on the on the same coin he don't he hates it because with the whole jigging you know and all that situation so he hates it but to protect his newfound new foster father he needs it so it's like a battle a battle within so she watches this she proposes a question to code hey how about you let the whole kage off the hook Cold answers with a stern, sorry, I can't do that. And we know he he's thinking of me. I gotta get some payback, some revenge. I gotta step for my man Ishiki. Cause these guys, they they double team, triple team, or whatever you want to call it. So I gotta I gotta get some payback for my man's. And in a way I kind of respect Cole for that. Like, cause man, you you know what I'm saying, guy you looked up to, some sort of a mentor and all that. So you even had put your own powers in check willingly just so you wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Just so you wouldn't make him feel, you know, vulnerable, uh, vulnerable, jealous or whatever you want to call it. So just so you wouldn't, 
usurp his power as the king, the boss man, the Don Dada, whatever. So, yeah, man. Cole continues like, man, I can't, I can't do that. He's, you know what I'm saying? He's like a god to me. And regardless of the reasons, they killed him and they must be punished. He promises Ada that he will not kill Kawaki per her wishes. He is removed from the hit list. So, yeah, everybody else besides Kawaki, everybody else is in Cole's cross crosshairs. Everybody else is getting that smoke. So, yeah, he, he, he ready. He ready. He states that he would deal with the Hokage personally. Ada states that she needs to keep her connection to code a secret. Otherwise, Kawaki might hate her. Bug chimes in and says, how long are y'all sticking around here? Because truth be told, Bug, he want these cast up out of here. He want these he want these dudes gone. He, he don't even want to be around it because, you know, he's around Ada. So her charm is is got him in a vice grip he can't do nothing you know what i'm saying and i don't even think i think he's just a regular dude i don't even think he has a shinobi background or nothing so he can't even you know if he wanted to mount up and buck up at code and ada he couldn't do nothing nothing so in a way man i, I feel that's the, he's man i feel bad for him man because you know he's just like a a victim of circumstances kind of yeah he says how long are y'all sticking around here bug advises code and ada to leave the hideout leave the hideout to him and get going to get going on the kawaki mission and stop wasting time because yeah they just sitting around talking and you know planning things out trying to be super meticulous maybe over meticulous but yeah He's like, yeah, y'all wasting time, man. Y'all want to get to Kawaki. Y'all got to, hey, got to go do what you got to do. Ada rebuttals with, don't be so hasty. She she tells Book that Kawaki is accompanied by guards. She also states that Code is being hunted by all five of the villages. Yeah. Ada wants to bide her time. A chance will soon be available her Sirigan will pick will pick up on it. Codes like <clears throat> codes like man, it would be a it would this would be a whole lot easier if my limiters were removed. Code thinks that if they work as a team, they should be able to take on Naruto and Sasuke together. Ada quickly shuts down this dream, telling Code, "Man, don't expect too much from me on my combat skills. Um, I hate." barbarianism and pain she's just like yo i ain't got that much combat skills but yo i'm just about to sit here look pretty have these guys up under my spell but also i can see everything i can see everything so i'm finna sit here you know have you under my spell if you're not a blood relative or no sosuski and i'm finna be able to see everything so yeah she is not a fighter she is not a fighter. Um, but I do wonder, pose a question down the line, you know, with the with the other with manga stuff, manga content and everything, other episodes or whatever, if she's gonna, you know, have to really be pushed into a corner where 
she's going to have to be forced to fight. I would, I wonder how that's going to play out. So, Code, he hears this and he teases her about, uh, uh, yeah, you're so, you're so delicate. You're just a delicate little flower. And Ada says she will be Code's eyes and ears and he will be her guardian knight. Code poses a question to Ada. If you are alone with Kawaki, what if he tries to kill you? How would you respond? She's very upset at, at the question. She's upset at the thought like, man, why would you ask a question like that? Code states the obvious saying that Boruto and Kawaki are also Suski and can't be dazzled with her charm. She agrees. She te- she tells she tells Cole, excuse me, that she's gonna introduce him to her other knight. Hmm, and he's curious. Hmm, who is this other knight? Cut to Shigadai, Chocho, and Enojin seeing Kawaki walking in the village looking grim. The conversation that he previously had with the model is clearly weighing on his mind. The trio can tell something is bothering him and he and they quickly offer words of encouragement. <clears throat> we cut to Himawari, my girl, doing some light training. Boruto is looking for Kawaki. He promised Boruto that he would train after his checkup. You know, because he was in the he was in the um, hospital checkup lab, or whatever, with Sumire and Amato. So Himawari asked Boruto to train her because she has a test coming up. And he vehemently denies her out of fear of hurting her, which is understandable. This man is, you know what I'm saying? He's he don't want to put too much pressure on it. Like um, he's like, oh, what if my karma cut on and what if I cut it on and you know I hit my sister with the blow and like, yeah, she yeah. So I understand that, you know, being a brother myself. So I understand that, man. Like, yeah, you don't wanna you know you want to help a train, but yo, you like, yo, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking that risk with my little sister. I'll take the risk with Kawaki, my dad, or even my mom, because my mom got, you know, got some got some good training up under her belt, you know what I'm saying? But he, I respect it, and I understand it, like, yo, I can't, I can't even take that chance with my little sis, man. So I get it. Cut to Amato in the lab. Amato, <clears throat> cut to Amato in the lab. Sumire confronts him about the conversation he had earlier with Kawaki. Amato is immediately skeptical that Shigamaru put her up to this. You know, Amato and Shigamaru, they both playing um, chess with each other on a mental level. Like, okay, who can outsmart who? But we know Amato, he's smart. You know, and Shigamaru, he's the he's the genius of the Leaf Village. So it's like these guys are playing tug of war, but on the mentally and on the intelligence level. <clears throat> so yeah, Amato, he's skeptical that Shigamaru put him up to this. He says that he says that Kawaki, the vessel, is like a house. The karma is a doorway. Ishiki is like the homeowner of Kawaki the house but the doorway is gone he can't get inside and brief and briefly after his lifespan run out run his course even though the doorway is gone the house still exists and within that house 
Ishiki's power continue to lie dormant. We just have to rebuild a new doorway. You know? And when you put it like that, I understand. Sumire responds with, Are you going to const- are you going to construct a new karma? Sumire is obviously worried about this. Amado states that karma is is power is a power weapon. You know, you don't have to worry about this new one. You don't have to worry about um, being taken over and used as a vessel. You just have to, you, you have it in form of pure power. It's not white karma like codes, but it's still you know what I'm saying in a form of pure power. So yeah, so he's trying basically trying to convince Kawaki to get this you know new power and to protect Naruto and you know in the village by extension but yeah I still just think man you wait till this dude is emotionally vulnerable then you dangle the the Lord 7th Hokage situation in front of him knowing that that name and Naruto himself is has a very special place on Kawaki because he saved him from poverty like I've stated previously so Sumire is worried and and he, he tells Amato tells her in combat with this new karma he will have a considerable advantage now that Ishiki's gone if Kawaki regains karma there's no fear of him losing control of his body which is true Amato thinks that he should give it some serious thought about about getting it especially if he's being hunted by a major enemy like Code and yeah I mean so you see how Amato is just yeah he got this whole scheme this whole plan with Kawaki and when you really think about it yes Kawaki his whole deal is I gotta protect Naruto I gotta protect my foster father I have to protect him he knows how Code is he knows about Code's white karma he knows about it he knows about it and he knows about the limiters he knows about all that so yeah Amato is using all this to his advantage to be like yeah man let me just hook you up with this new karma and yeah you can protect your foster father and everything else and protect whatever whatever but I just uh, man I just don't trust Amato I just I feel like he has a he has an ulterior motive to this, you know. No manga spoilers, no manga spoilers. But um, yeah, he had like, man, this to me, this guy's just gonna be a sneaky snake, man. Sumire asks, "Is that the long and short of it? Your reasoning, your reason for wanting to restore his karma?" She directly asks Amato, what are you trying to accomplish once you restore his karma? See, Sumire, she she ain't slow. She ain't stupid. She's a very intelligent girl. She's a very intelligent shinobi. So she asking, asking all the right questions. And she, you know what I'm saying? She ain't scared. She ain't scared, man. So I give her kudos for that. Like, like asking them, like, man, what's your plan? What you got going on? What you What you out here trying to do? You know what I'm saying? 
Amado states that he's trying to keep it a secret because it's a personal matter. He he rather not share it with Sumire since it don't involve her, but reassures her that he has no intentions on harming the leaf. And then we see a slow pan over to a a pod um, of some kind. So it's like okay, you know, dude, what's in the pod, man? What you what you got in the pod? Um. So yeah. Cut back to Code and Ada. Code asks, "What? Code asks Ada, what is what is this night like? What is this new night that you have?" Ada states that the that other than Ososuke, he's the only one that can kill me. Code is taken by surprise by this fact. He is reluctant to open. <clears throat> Bug is is reluctant to open the pod, but Ada rushes him anyway. The pod slowly opens, and he immediately jumps on Code, asking, Are you my sister's new boyfriend? Code is ready to strike. Ada quickly tells him to stop and tells Damon to stop jumping on people as as a greeting. You just met this dude. Don't jump on him. Stop doing all the horse playing BS and calm down, dude. You know, that's definitely something that a big sister would say. Yeah, yeah. So soon as Damon gets out of the pod... The bodyguards begin to rush in to eliminate the cyborgs because, you know, Jigen, he wanted these dudes, he wanted these cyborgs scrapped. He didn't want Ada. He didn't want Damon to be out here. He didn't want none of that. So, so he begin, so they begin to rush in and eliminate the cyborgs. Bugs warned them to stay back they will be killed. Damon makes his move, beginning beginning attacking the guards. Code is intrigued by his powers. Ada states that anyone that has the intent to kill him can reflect it back at them. The stronger the intent, the bigger the end result. <clears throat> and she tells she also tells Code to be careful around him. She introduces him as her actual little brother, Damon. He jumps on Bug, and he jumps on Bug terrorizing him. Man, Cole is just getting, not Cole, excuse me, Bug is just getting terrorized all the way around from all three of them. Cole throws down his claw mark to pull Bug to safety. Damon is enamored with Cole's powers. Cole asks Damon to give him a crash course on how his powers work. Ada quickly jumps in to tell him not to reveal his hand so readily. Ada tells him, I told you that Damon can reflect attacks. That's all you need to know for now. She tells Code, don't be offended by this. We only met a while ago. Things like this take time. It's too early to show you everything, which is true. Code is weary that they are hiding other abilities, which can also be true. We cut to Kawaki sitting on the Hokage Rock. Boruto asks Hinata if Kawaki is still out. Boruto states that he has seen he ain't seen him since this morning.
Boruto is pissed that Kawaki is not home yet. Naruto is casually seen reading the paper. We cut to Shigamaru and Shigadai playing Shogi. Shigadai tells his dad that he's seen Kawaki earlier and he seems deeply troubled by something. Yeah, because, yeah, Amato, man, just straight playing mind games with the homie. We cut to Naruto and Kawaki on his Hokage Rock. He tells Kawaki, come home for dinner, man. Kawaki lies and says he's bored with it. Naruto's like, dude, you're lying. Why Why you lying? Kawaki confides in Naruto that he feels like there's no place for him in the village. He says he's a troublesome outsider that stumbled upon this trouble-free and peaceful place. And he's, he, he's honest. He admits that he was arrogant. Naruto gives no rebuttal and he throws Kawaki over his shoulders and they head home. Kawaki is, the, is surprised to see a big feast when he returns home. Naruto says it's a welcoming party. And he's like, what, just late in the game? Boruto gives Kawaki a brand new headband. Himawari is worried about Boruto and she asks Kawaki if he goes overboard again. You know, they're in the bathroom brushing their teeth and Himawari asks Kawaki if Boruto goes overboard again, can you promise to look out for him? See, that's the little sister, man. She she trying to make sure big bro alright, man. She trying to make sure, man, like, yo, my brother, man, just look out for my brother, please. Just look out for my brother. So, yeah, man, Himawari, that sister, man, that we all wish we had, man. Naruto reassures Kawaki that he belongs here in the Leaf and not to worry about code. When the time comes, something will be done about him. Kawaki has one last flashback about the conversation him and Amato had about him getting a new karma. And, man, that's the end of Boruto Anime Episode 289. Yeah, you see Code and Ada, they're making their move. We see we get introduced to Damon, the young the young gunner. I think he's, what, like uh, eight, nine years old? So, yeah, he's, um, yeah, he, you can already tell he's, he's a fiery dude, man. He's, he's always ready for action. TTG trained to go like yeah man he yeah and he protecting his sister so yeah he's like yo this my big sister I'm protecting her she's not a fighter so if anybody try to step to her I'm a I'm a put the moves on put the beats on you man and yeah yeah I can respect that you know looking out for his sibling doing what he got to do to protect her but yeah man code you know he He's uh he got his eyes on the Leaf Village trying to get some payback for Naruto and Sasuke knocking off Ishiki and all that. So yeah, this episode was insane. Completely insane. And um uh, can't wait till the next one drops. But yeah, this has been the Variety Pack Podcast. I I am your host Rashad. I'll see you guys on the next one. You be blessed out there, and I'm out. Thank you.